self-serving persuasive talkers of everything and nothing we are conversation con artists what's going on it's your boy mr on point and i am calamity red and we are conversation con artists back with another episode meet me at the salon it's going down (laughs) that perm is going down that perm is going down Oh, oh my goodness. Black Twitter. Love anyway, you guys. <laughs> I'm going to talk about the website. Young Jock. Oh my God. I'm going to talk about the website. <laughs> uh, go to www.conversationconartist.com and check out our uh, latest podcast, our previous podcast articles that are related to what we're talking about, as well as you can leave us some um, email correspondence. Um, on the left side of the page You can find me at Twitter at Mr. M-I-S-T-E-R Underscore on point And I can be found at Red underscore calamity Also we're still doing the listener letter portion of the show Even though we ain't got no letters this week But If you have a question or a comment Or anything that you would like for us to talk about You can leave it on the website Or you can send it into our Gmail account Which is conversationcarnartist at gmail.com So yeah Mm-hmm so young jock young jock yeah young jock got his hair perm y'all he did and it was the perm that was seen around the internet that shit was so funny i laughed for like all of friday <laughs> at the memes and shit and y'all saying he looked like tony braxton and just uh it was so good he did look like the girl from total i made a meme that I shared because he did look like the girl from You seen that picture where he got that big ass nose and them glasses? Yeah. What the hell was that? I don't know. Look like he bought the damn nose with the glasses. <laughs> I think <laughs> it was, was that? the angle or the way that picture was taken. It did look weird. He should have told him to don't fucking post that picture. And his hair wasn't as laid in that picture either. It, it you know, was like <laughs> what young jock is gonna discover is how hard it's been for black women to take care of this perm hair that they been having. Like he's gonna have to shit. wrap his hair at nighttime, like he, it's difficult. <laughs> he wanna take a picture and videos right after he get that shit. I wonder how that shit look now. Rough as fuck. He probably got it wet in the shower. <laughs> Cause he don't know how to take care of it. And I can't imagine I mean Unless he's went out and bought flat irons, like men don't have those kind of tools that would like enable him to fix it. So he probably looking a, a, a mess right about now. But mm-hmm. y'all are some funny, funny people because them fucking memes and shit. Now there were other people that were like, if he was white and had that hairstyle, like mm-hmm. nobody would say anything. But because he's black, and I, I, I think. It was more the perm than the style because people have like asymmetric. You could have he could have that exact same cut, the exact same way that it is, but it not be permed. If he had gone from what he had to that cut, I don't think no, it wouldn't have been as big of a deal. I think it's the perm. It's the fact that he's straightening his hair. But people go so far out on a stretch when it comes to those comparisons. Yeah. Because they act as if one, black culture does that frequently. When it comes to men, yeah, and when you delve down deeper into hip hop, they act like somebody done that before. Like <laughs> you can't branch all the way out to another culture and say they do it. If we don't do that, you nope. know what I'm saying. And I'm not saying that you can't do it. I'm saying you can't make those comparisons. Yeah. This is clearly something new and not typical. And <laughs> and you know, hip hop African American men, especially for Jock, it's completely like. 
he's not even the kind of artist or kind of person that you would expect this from. I think it was a shock of like, this don't fit him. Like, you have people like I, if Miguel had done this or uh, what's it Uptown Funk? I never Bruno, Mars. Bruno Mars. Like they're the kind of folks who do things like this, and it's just like whatever. This would not have been like a, a deep. Like nobody would have been making me like would have been a big deal because that's what they do. Young Jock is not that dude. Like, well, they pop stars too. Like that's true. What you can, like Luke James? Luke James, yeah. It's, like it's a bunch of black dudes just that got that currently. Yeah. It's just a different genre. It's a different yeah. group of people. Like oh, hip hop. Yeah, Luke James did have that, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. like hip hop is another thing. When you yeah. are traditionally a rap artist, it's something expected out of you, and With, it's something that's not expected out of you. Unless you're Young Thug. That's what I call it, <laughs> Young Thugitis. <laughs> Jock got it. Yeah, that to the extent though. I don't know if y'all have seen, but my name is Jeffrey, the album cover. But he looks like a Southern Belle. The first when I saw that album cover, the first thing I thought about because we're in the South is white women sitting on the veranda with them big ruffled, fluffy dresses like Scarlett O'Hara with the umbrella that's waiting on the suitors, and mm-hmm. they catch the vapors on the porch and. That's what it reminded me. I know people would say he looked like a gay raider because of the even the the umbrella, whatever that is, the hat still reminded me of those little uh, those little frilly umbrellas. But that see, Southern and Bells that's where my head went because I played way more Mortal Kombat and I done seen them the Southern Bell Southern Bell, you know, pictures. So yeah, it was like Mortal Kombat. I mean, and I didn't know what it was when I was seeing the meme first because it's one that he had where it shows his face. But the cover is is his you can't see, is you can't even see his skin like yeah. you can't even see his hands and I think you can see his arms. You can see his. I think you can't he, see his arm. Yeah, you can't see his. But feet, you can't see anything else. else. And I'm like, what is this? <laughs> Who is this? And then I, I saw Young Thug because you don't even know what to search in Google. Yeah, I mean, you can put dress, <laughs> fluffy, fu- ruffled dress. It ain't the th- it ain't gonna come up right. It's not. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like no. But so this is what's going on. <laughs> Young Thug and Young Jock, whether they are doing it intentionally or not. I think Thug is. Jock just was doing a role for a movie, I, I think. He's not doing a role for a movie. He's not? No. He got on that video and was like, y'all don't know what's going on. I could be doing a role for a movie. I saw one of the articles that said there, there's an IMDB list. That I think it's like a straight to DVD shit that he is doing a movie. He's in a movie? What movie would he be doing that says... I need you to perm your hair. It's like Temptations or or like Five Heart. It's one of them kind of movies that that's set in that era where they were doing that. I think he did this shit and then he <laughs> called somebody and paid somebody put to put him on the idea put me in a- IMDb <laughs> listing so that he can tell people, see, I'm in a movie. I don't believe he in no damn movie. I just believe he just wanted to do that shit. Because well, why is he doing it so early then? I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like... Yeah, I don't know. Let me see. I don't know. But I think Young Thug is doing it on purpose. I don't know about it. But see, what they're doing is they are challenging this narrow-minded view of masculinity that has been carried well over, I don't know how many years, since hip-hop definitely started. You know, they're challenging what we look at. Because right now, what people who listen to rap and who listen to Young Thug and who started listening to Young Thug and who are Young Thug fans, they have to either reject his music 
or they have to accept his shenanigans. <laughs> <laughs> like it's, it's no other way, no other way to go about it. I don't even. I don't understand why people like his music. Let me just say that. Like, we listen to some of, but my name is Jeffrey. I don't know what I listen to. <laughs> like, first of all, I don't like the fact that the album name, the the song titles are people's names, and and the the songs don't have shit to do with the people. Like, this nigga got a a song called Harambe. But I don't think we know that. Because oh, we well, have yeah. no idea what the hell he is talking about. <laughs> That's true. So it's very, and then we don't know how he connects them to him. All of these might be posters he got on the wall in his bedroom. But how you just go down? All right, I'm just gonna go down and listen to my songs and just randomly name one after Riri, name one after Young Jock. I mean, not Young Jock. Um, Harambe, Wyclef. Like it's just fucking random ass shit. Like. But you're right. It, all of the songs can have something to do with them because I couldn't understand what the fuck he was saying. So for all I know, they're all tribute songs because <laughs> I listened. It's so hard to make out what he's saying. Why do people like... I don't understand why people like him. Yeah, I really got, don't. You got to listen. I think if, his, if all of his songs had a five-second burst of him speaking and then a five-second burst of silence... Then I think you could process what he's saying, but I think you get that first. Like I can understand what he's saying in the first five seconds, and then he start adding more and more bullshit on it, and then it just, I'm behind now. I'm too far behind. Yeah. I can't catch up. I'm still trying to process the first ten seconds, and we two and a half minutes in the damn song, and so I'm like, I'm, I'm, it's all lost. I just know he's talking about sex, which he was talking about sex most of the most time. of the songs that we was. And let me just say, I feel like. Anytime I see somebody that like like talk about sex like way way too much, especially somebody like him, I just feel like that's the overcompensation, right? Like, yeah, I got this dress on, but I still like bitches. Like, no, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't, sir. <laughs> I don't think you do. But he can like both of them. But he his thing is that he he likes women. You know, he 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 just likes women. That's it. I don't know. I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't get it. I don't get why people even... When he first came on the scene, I really, really thought that this was going to be like 15 minutes of fame and then he's going to go away. And then here we are where he has like a... Is it Calvin Klein ad? Mm-hmm. Calvin Klein. Where he's wearing all of these dresses and shit and he making these these albums that folks are going crazy over. and And it's just like... What? Like, this is just very surprising, especially considering the genre of music that he's doing, that he's so accepted. Like, I just am shocked. That's because that's cause Young Thug is who he is. <laughs> like, if I saw Young Thug in a dress, I ain't going to roast him. I guess. He's going to pull up that dress and have a damn pistol in the damn garden. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, don't make me pull this dress up on your ass, boy. <laughs> like, yes, sir. Yes, sir. You can wear that dress. It looks lovely up on you. I don't, you know, I don't want any trouble. I mean, like, that's, it's just been so many things. Like, it's been the, the, the wearing of the dresses, the, the calling his friends hubbies and loves and all of these things. And the was it him that had the video of they were in the studio and there was like gay porn playing in the background mm-hmm. and everybody Smoking was just penises. chilling <laughs> like <laughs> it's just like it ain't even one thing it's all 
compilation of things that have just been accepted in a genre of music that is extraordinarily homophobic and it's just like wow but the thing is it is being accepted it is like are they separating the man from the music i don't know how you can do that when he is now like doing shit like putting his Putting dresses You are Well we don't really Have CDs anymore But if you walking around Listening to Young Thug Your iPod Is gonna have a picture Of a man in a dress <laughs> Like you know what I'm saying Like you I don't know how At this point You would be able to do that Because it's so closely Tied into that Like he's Bringing it over Into I'm just waiting for him To come out And be like Hey guess what I do like dudes <laughs> He gotta come out I think he does I think for like Staunch like fans of his who are also homophobic, I think that they're able to like make this okay because he hasn't said that he's gay. He ain't gay. He ain't said he, he ain't gay. But like once he says he's gay, then what? <laughs> do this. I think we at that point now <laughs> because anybody out here that's gay, that's not a rapper, they get roasted by these dudes that listen to Young Thug. Yeah. You know they're getting ridiculed. Yeah. Which whether it's no in school, whether sense. it's in work, yeah. whether it's anywhere, like, like it, how? How do you do that? How are you able? I don't know. I don't understand people. It's just so that's why I'm, that's where I, my head is at. It's challenging masculinity. It is. You either have to accept his music with the what consider gay stuff, yeah, on that side, or you have to reject his music, reject the music of somebody who has. A lifestyle choice that you don't agree with. Assuming it's a lifestyle choice. If it's not a lifestyle choice and he's just being, you know, weird and what some would say maybe appropriating queer culture. I don't I read in an article, I don't know if that's necessarily the case. Like it I don't know. Like how many how many gay men wear dresses? If you're not across exactly. Like not all of them. Like I not even a lot like I mean straight men cross dress. Yes. You know, so I don't know where that, and I don't think that's queer culture. So I don't know, I don't know. Maybe that even, was a stretch. Maybe that's a stretch. Even like the he's he's changing his name. Like he slowly separated him. Like he don't want to be called Young Thug anymore. This album is the beginning of that. Like because his name is actually Jeffrey. He's separated himself from that whole. Like I just feel like at some point he's just gonna be full on like gay. I just feel like it's coming. I really do. Like he slowly separated himself from all of that that shit that he the imagery that he was attached to when he first came out. Like it's just so many things that. What's suspect. coming next is he gonna cut his dreads off. Yeah. He gonna cut his dreads off. Have a low all around, or maybe a temp fade. Maybe wear some makeup. No, 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 no. You don't no. think he's gonna Mm-mm. wear makeup? No. Okay. I don't think he's gonna go that far. You don't think so? Mm-mm. How no. is makeup further than putting on a dress and having it like in a real frilly ass dress? Because he surpassed makeup already. <laughs> yeah. He surpassed makeup to dresses. He ain't going to makeup now. He should have went to makeup first. Like yeah. makeup is done. He don't well, like makeup. He does paint his nails, but like he doesn't put. As far as I know, well maybe I think he has had on like some. I think his lips have been a little red before. He might use a little bit, but he surpassed that. If he do it, I don't think it's gonna be nothing. I think next, I think his image. He's trying to change his image. He is. He's trying to change his image to one that is not traditionally accepted, you know, under the guise of masculinity. Maybe he's changing it to how he wanted it to be in the first place. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe this 
this is who he's always been. The beginning was just to get in the door, and now maybe he's comfortable enough to like, you know, do all of this shit now. I don't know. I I don't know, but. I'm still not a fan, and it ain't got shit to do with him wearing dresses and everything to do with the fact that I can't understand this motherfucker. So I am the kind of person that, and this is why a lot of this hip-hop now, like, I don't consider myself a fan of hip-hop. Most of the, like, rap music that I listen to is, nine, like, it's older. This, this, this current shit, I don't really listen to it because I like when you have something to say in a song. If I can't understand what you're saying or what you're saying is fucking stupid and juvenile as fuck, I don't want to hear it. I don't care how nice the beat is. I, I care more about what you're saying. And they ain't saying shit. So. I think it's some good hip hop out. I just think the loudest ones. <laughs> I just think this, uh, I don't even know what it's called. Whatever the music, just the, the beat, good beat, the yeah. club music. Yeah. I think that's what's hot right now. Dang, what is it called? That, that has white a name? Dude. It's a white dude who came up with a song. I can't remember the name of it. They call it a certain type of music, but it's just crunk hype music. And it's just supposed to get you, you know, there. And what does that stereotypically in hip hop is that, you know, violent music, I guess. Money I bust your cars head, and bitch, money pull, cars, I, put my on you, you know, it, that, yeah. it I think it lends to the aggression that you want when you in that mood trying to get hype. You know what I'm I saying? Guess. You can't you can't have, you know, I love women tenderly on a hard beat <laughs> and think folks gonna be all, you know, so it gotta be that I'm gonna bust your head type shit for with a with a nice ass beat for folks to be like, yeah, yeah, up on, on it like that. I you know guess. what I'm saying? I, That's just what's out there. I mean, you gotta really get into a into hip hop to see yeah. to Kendrick Lamar and J. Cole. I mean, they out there, but well, there's a no, lot of artists those, that branch out from are, them. Those are a few of the exceptions to like current music. There's I do a lot like of J. artists Cole. that branch out from yeah. them that we don't really know. Like if you want if you want to know what a hip hop is, you're gonna have to like listen listen to who Sway putting on his radio show have, and who doing freestyles and stuff. Yeah, I do have that. Um, I have XM Satellite Radio on my car. I do have Sway's channel as one of my favorites. So I will go, you know. But a lot of times he's playing like older songs too. But, but like when he bring rappers yeah, on, yeah. they usually, they all right sometimes. I mean, you got to bring people on that ain't so that good. That are popular but, to keep the ratings you know, up. But, but yeah, I get it. I mean, I don't, I'm not, if, if you are a lover of hip hop, that's cool. I pers- and I, th- I've been this way my whole life. I think because I, there isn't a lot of, of circumstances in which I feel a need to get crunk and hype <laughs> pretty mellow most of the time and I always have been even like during college so I've never like n- hip hop has never been my favorite genre of music it just never has uh, even in high school I was listening to punk rock and basically anything that ain't country music I, I just can't get with it but hip hop's never been my favorite genre it's never been the genre that I can relate to I can't relate to the shit y'all saying I, I can't. I grew up in the country. Like, I can't relate to your your content. You know, pop rock music could be, you know, all of this shit that's happening in your life. I can relate to that. I could. I was an emo-ass teenager, so that spoke to me. Money caused bitches and murder, not so much. And, you know, I don't really, I don't really look at it in the context of connecting myself to it. I look at hip-hop, books, comedy, I just look at it as people telling their story. 
I don't have to connect my like. I, Maybe I'm just not shit, interested. I don't connect in- the uh, the freebasing that damn Richard Pryor was doing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but he was telling his story, and I think I just think hip hop artists they tell their story. Maybe Some I'm stories, not related. I just don't like how you are telling it. Uh, yeah, you know. I just I, I'm not. I guess I'm not interested in the stories. Then yeah, like some stories, like Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, and that's his why first I, yeah. album was like his life situation. Yeah, I like that story. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I love good kids. There are some stories I like, but if your star, if your story start out with bop, 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 like if that is what, how the song starts and shit, they're like, I don't give a fuck about your story right now because you're not trying to create a narrative that I can get into really quick and really easily. You know what I'm saying? Like Kendrick Lamar, like J Cole, and like them other artists who they draw you into their story, their life story. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to start with hearing about your shots and your murders and. Your drugs. Your rape culture. I just ain't got time. I don't do it. So, yeah. I don't know. So, but I think the whole context of masculinity being challenged is, you know, this idea that to be men, we have to be certain things. And if we're not those things, we're somehow less, less manly. And so when you look at young jock, his hair when you look at young thug or when you look at jeffrey and he's got get it right because he wanted my name is jeffrey (laughs) i'd rather call him jeffrey i don't want to say young thug (laughs) i would rather say jeffrey because one it reminds me of jeffrey from fresh prince he was hilarious (laughs) he has to go down in history as one of the best roasters (laughs) you know he's like an og of roasting you know what i'm saying how he was going hard at uncle phil and carlton but it wasn't it wasn't nice and they were the only two but uh, secondly, I just rather say Jeffrey than Young Thug. I mean, looking at him, he don't look like a Jeffrey. So sorry, <laughs> all y'all Jeffreys out there. He don't. He done messed it up for y'all because y'all just, he took y'all stock down a little bit in the name. I Jeffrey. don't know what he looks like. Like what name would fit him? Like he looked like. Uh, he looked like his name would be some African, something African. Don't do them, that to African people with them nose rings. Don't do that to the Africans. I don't even know that that's fair. He looked like I really thought that Lil Wayne was the most unattractive person that I had ever seen, and then Young Thug came, and then I was like, okay, it could get worse. They got odd bone structure in their face, they, and they they look dirty even before even without the tattoos. It ain't because I love tattoos. It ain't the tattoos. They just look fucking filthy to me. Like I look, they look like if I had on a white suit and I rubbed up against them, my shit would be dirty. Like that's that's what they look like to me. They like just little look, dirty ass boy on yeah, Charlie Brown. Yeah, walking uh, around. What Linus? Linus look like Linus. Yeah, like they got a cloud of fucking dirt just floating. I don't get it. I don't get how people are or having sex and, and procreating with uh, ew. Just fucking ew. I don't get it. I don't understand. I know money and da 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 There's some more attractive men with money than these two. I don't understand. But whatever. Whatever floats well, your boat, I guess. <laughs> you ain't gotta worry about that with young thug no way. <laughs> Cause he looking for attractive men. He is. He is. I wonder how he feels about okay, I don't wanna Anyhow, I wonder how he feels about uh Baby being with Tony Braxton now because you know that was a whole. I don't think they together. Who? Brax, uh, baby and Tony Braxton. He bought her like a car or something here recently. Tony after the reward show, <laughs> where it was like she was looking like hell, please. 
<laughs> this nigga got me. Like after the war, so when they was talking all that shit, like Birdman was just like, look, she just cool. We just hang out. Now I don't know what that means. Yeah. But I really hope to God it means <laughs> they ain't in a relationship. <laughs> like, how can you fix your mouth to kiss a dude that been kissing dudes? I don't know. Like, somebody gotta have some dirt on Birdman between Keisha Cole and Tony Braxton. Somebody done pegged his ass. I, <laughs> I hate Somebody done banged so him with a strap for on. Bringing up Somebody know. I feel like if Keisha, if Keisha Cole knew that she would have been out, because you know, she 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 one of them vindictive, I'll fuck your shit up kind of people. So I feel like if she knew, we would know. Because like she kind of crazy. So I feel like she would have said something if she knew about it. But I mean, how many women have he been attached to? Like that's a recent thing. Cause Keisha called her like who before them? That's what I'm saying. They just <laughs> friends. <laughs> they ain't nothing more. Maybe he like companionship from women every now and then. Well, you know, gay a lot of gay men like like women companions because they are more accepted by them than they would be their male counterparts a lot of times. So you know, yeah. <laughs> but I guess sticking on this uh, gay route that we've got it on, Donnie McClurkin. Mm-hmm. Uh, McClurkin. McClurkin. Mm-hmm. What did I say? McClurkin. Yes. You said uh, it last time too. McClurkin. But after I said McClurkin, then you started saying McClurkin. 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 Mm-hmm. Donnie McClurkin. Um, they're not engaged. We talked about this last week. He was engaged to this woman, also Nicole, a gospel, N- gospel Nicole singer, Muller. who I'm also apparently is a gospel singer. That's also not one of my genres of music, mm-hmm. so I'm not really familiar with a lot of the gospel singers. But they were like engaged, and now they're not. But they're still together. I think they just called off the engagement part of it. They're on the road. To being engaged, whatever the fuck that means. It's a fact that Donnie McClurkin was gay. Yes. And we are speculating about Young Thug and Baby, yeah. which I'm pretty sure they probably are, but <laughs> we're just speculating in general, in that general area. Yes. But Donnie McClurkin was gay yes. and was delivered. Yes. You know, when a man says that, imagine how hard it must be for a woman of God. Because if you say, no, he's still gay. She is challenging the power of deliverance. Yeah. If she questions it, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Well, I'm a heathen, so I question shit out of that. And I think I said this last week when we talked about this. I personally, me, I would not date somebody who was telling me that they were previously gay and now they've been delivered and 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 they you know only want to be with women and because I don't know my clinical mind would just be is this man suppressing the desire because this is what's more acceptable especially in the African American community it's way more acceptable for you to, to be out here with me than it is for you to be out here with John now that don't mean that you don't still desire John that just means that you're you're tapping down that and suppressing it my issue would be what the fuck happens when you can no longer suppress that part right so I'm not gonna risk it is what I'm saying I'm not so, gonna do that <laughs> so tell me this if if you dating a man mm-hmm. not dating him but you just you, you y'all getting to know each other you're going out to eat at the beginning times mm-hmm. like how do you plan on finding out about his 
How do you plan on finding out about that from him? It's a very good question. Um, Because it's not... Are you just looking for signs or are you going to, you know, overtly just be like, hey, have you you fucked a man before? I would not directly ask. I, I don't know. I never. I, I guess I was thinking about this from the perspective of like him being open. You with knowing it. that he had been yeah. gay, but haven't changed that. Yeah, because if I don't know, I can't do anything about it. At, but at the point that I find out, all bets are off. But J- Donnie McClurkin, Clerkin, Donnie. I'm not even gonna <laughs> fuck with his last name, Donnie has been very open about like that part of his life and and so this woman knows going in that he was formerly gay so i because i don't i wouldn't want to date again this is about preference i personally wouldn't date a bisexual man either like i just don't have an interest in that so even if you like both like even if you you're, you have an attraction to men that isn't attractive to me so like me personally i wouldn't want to date a bisexual man so Mm -hmm. again that's why even if you you saying you know you are attracted to men but you're also attracted to women that i just it's not something that i wanted you know be involved in it's weird for me because the expectation i'm a straight man i don't have any attraction to men but when someone would ask me about sexuality, mm-hmm. I believe sexuality lies on a continuum. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, I don't believe it's like I don't believe it's one or the other. Mm-hmm. You know, gay or straight. You know, sometimes it, it lies on a continuum. Mm-hmm. Like that don't sound good. <laughs> That's not a good response for me to give <laughs> to a woman. <laughs> you know, because what she might be thinking is. We're, we're, we're here on the <laughs> continuum. On continuum? To, to say a continuum exists, you, better, you must be on it on somewhere, you know, going down there. But that's just how I feel about That's just what I think about it. Yeah. In the context of everybody existing, you know. Mm-hmm. So I guess I was wondering when you said that, where's the line at which a woman would be like, too close for comfort? <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> I mean, I, if you. I don't know. I, I wouldn't. I, I guess I look at it like <laughs> it's already fucking hard out here as it is. We did an entire episode on how dating sucks balls. <laughs> and I don't know that I want to be in competition with these bitches and niggas. Like, it's a lot. That's a lot for me. I don't want to have to deal with that. I don't want to have to be in competition with Jane and John. I just don't. I'm, I don't. Ha- no, I don't want to do it. I don't want to fucking do it. Like, I just don't. Um... So I don't I, I'm looking at this from the perspective of somebody who's open and honest with the lifestyle that they lead as opposed to like somebody who might feel this way but just don't never say no shit about it because I can't do anything about it if I know I'm not gonna go out with people and be like so you know you like dudes you ever been with a dude like I'm not gonna do so that. what you're gonna do is you're gonna get deeper and deeper and deeper into a connection with this person until you know four months down the line he gonna be like that dude is attractive and I'm a side out of foot like what? <laughs> well, you see, though, dudes can't say we can't say stuff like that. Dude is attractive. We gotta say, I bet he get all the bitches. That's how we gotta do it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I bet he get all the bitches. <laughs> that really means that you know he he is a of a quality that I believe women would choose. Well, a lot of that is just societal conditioning, y'all. Because I 
am expected. Like if one of my male friends asked, so what she looked like, you you're gonna expect me to give you like a full rundown whether or not I think she's cute because it's acceptable for me to be like, well, she cute, she got a nice shape, you know, her face is pretty. I can do that and it's completely acceptable and nobody's gonna like look at that crazy. But if a guy is telling me about his guy friend and be like, well, you know, his body nice and he got a nice face and like that isn't as acceptable. I can do that. <laughs> but the way it comes out is he get all the bitches. <laughs> he done got bitches that was, you know, all around my whole lifespan. You know, he done, he done got some hoes. I mean, you know. That's how it comes out. You can translate that how you want to on your side. But see, I'm That's giving, our limits. I'm giving very specific um uh, like you know for sure what you get. I don't know what he get all the bitches mean. That I mean, that don't tell me if he tall or short. That don't tell me. That don't tell I me can anything. T- listen, I can give you a report. Listen, <laughs> he is six one. He does get his haircut re- frequently, okay. so he don't have you know he don't have that fur fuzzy stuff. He got a beard. He keeps it up every now and then. You know it might get a little rough sometimes but you know he keep it up when somebody bring it up you know his style he dresses you know business casual most of the time when he dresses down to go to the gym like I can give you facts you know like I can break that down like that I mean I don't know if you expect me to say that you know his skin tone is supple and I love you know what I'm saying and, and when, when I'm looking at him the sun gleam off of him in a special kind of way that I mean women gotta love that if you expect that say, shit, well, I wouldn't say that about no girl that I was describing to you. I wouldn't be like the sun gleams and she has this glow about her skin. Cause you, why you ain't gonna give a fuck about that? Dudes don't care about that shit. I'm gonna tell you the things that I feel like you would want to know, like the things that men typically find attractive in women. I'm gonna tell you about those things. Like you don't care about her skin being fucking glowy. Like I'm just saying. That. There's a difference between how you communicate and how I communicate just because of how acceptable yeah. it is for women to do it and because of this rigid yeah. idea of masculinity that we're supposed to have that we're not supposed to be looking at other dudes. Yeah. I mean, even the way that we compliment each other. Like, I could tell my, my friend, like, that dress make your butt look cute. I can say that. Like, and nobody will think anything about it. Like, it'll just be like, okay. The way men do that is, <laughs> damn, bro, with that shirt, you finna whoop somebody ass today? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You finna whoop somebody ass with that shirt on? Muscle man looking ass. <laughs> like, that's how men, that's how we do it. You know what I'm saying? We say the same thing. What he knows is, okay, this shirt is all right. <laughs> Make me look slow. <laughs> that's how it goes. <sighs> oh, been to the barbershop ass nigga. Oh, my with God. With that temp fade. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? He like, okay. He see my haircut. He see it fresh. They all have to joke on each other to like give each other compliments. It's fucking crazy. I don't know, but I I don't know what the the reasoning was for them to like announce an engagement and then it's like, no, we ain't get we not engaged now. And then you told me about a Facebook posting of somebody that knows him that called him a queen and mm-hmm. said that he's very gay. Um, and just doing this, you know, because this is what is acceptable, especially being a, a African American man as steeped in the church as he is. What makes it real is he got blocked on Twitter. See, that's what yeah. makes it seem real. Like <laughs> when somebody famous block you on Twitter, 
we got a situation now. Yeah. Or maybe he was harassing them in other ways, and then he got blocked, and then he made the Facebook. I mean, there's ways that he could have he yeah. could have orchestrated that, but at the end of the day, I just I don't think I don't think homosexuality is a light switch like Donnie McClurkin tried to paint it. Yeah, I think that there is a continuum of sexuality in which we lie on, but you're not gonna be on one end of that spectrum and, and say zoom to that you're on side. the other side exclusively. <laughs> like he's still on that whole spectrum. Yeah. Now. When it, it's a difference between, I think, being homosexual and being and participating in gay or queer lifestyle, how you want to put it. Mm-hmm. You know, there. I think you can be born gay and not participate in that stereotypical lifestyle that when you talk about like stuff like queer eye for the straight guy type things. Oh uh, yeah. I think that you can separate those two things. Yeah. You know, but when you choose to go to that extreme, I don't like that. Yeah. I don't like how it looks to people who who struggle. Yeah, and, the and that, that's the that. thing that makes that so dangerous, or makes him doing that dangerous, is that for the people who are struggling or who want the acceptance of of, of the people around them and can't get it, it's like, well, Donnie McClurkin did it, whatever his last name is, he did it, you know. So you must not be trying hard enough, or this is something you could do if you really wanted to, and you you know you just it just makes it more difficult. For other people, when you make it seem like it's this thing that you just psh, turn that off, I ain't gonna do that no more. Like, people kill themselves behind this shit. You know what I'm saying? If it was as simple as that, if it was as simple as becoming what society says that you should be, a lot of people would just fucking do that. That would make their lives so much easier if it was if it was just possible just to do that shit. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what is dangerous about him doing that. Is it just makes it even harder? For the other people who struggle with this as well, it just makes it seem like they're not trying hard enough, which is bullshit. Um, so talking about masculinity, talking about you know past and present, like Donna McClurkin's gay past to his delivering the present, heterosexual present. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we talked about Nate Parker last week and his past as it correlates to his present you know where his rape case when he was 19 him now being a 36 year old man that is doing things and that came up where are we supposed to be on that Mm -hmm. you know and so he did an exclusive interview with ebony for like i think like 10 minutes where they just asked him questions Mm -hmm. about the situation in which he communicated that damn even two weeks ago when he released his press statement he he didn't know what he said wrong and he talked to some people in his circle that he didn't know was survivors of rape he talked to some people on the set that he was working on that was survivors of rape he been asking people and figuring out what was wrong what i said wrong in an inquisitive manner as to how do i better myself mm-hmm. how do i educate myself how do i arm myself with this knowledge that's going to help me not be what i am mm-hmm. and basically said that as he's been responding, he's only thought about himself. He's only thought about him being innocent. That's it. And he's been responding in the context of, I didn't do anything. He hasn't responded in the context of recognizing that he's a male and he has male privilege. And he he can not think about those things opposed to women who, even women who haven't been, you know, assaulted mm-hmm. or survivors of rape, have to think about the possibility of not getting that done to them. Mm-hmm. And so... 
he's coming to learn about all of these things and the problems that it's caused the other people. Mm-hmm. And my question is, what now? Because we've gone from a, we're not going to support him. He did this thing and it happened and he not even showing remorse for it to, okay, he still did that thing. He's aware of the issues. He's aware of the knowledge. He's trying to educate himself. He's communicating with people. He's opening up to people. He's he's giving interviews. He's doing stuff that people don't really do after they don't release their they statement. They just forget about it and be quiet. He's coming out there and being assertive and aggressive because he got a daughter. Because he got a wife. Mm-hmm. You know? 19-year-old him versus 36-year-old. So now, my question is, don't have an answer to it, but what do we do? Is, is, is this... Is it worth following him and following up with him to see what's going on? Do you still absolutely boycott? Is what he did at 19, is the severity of what he did, does that make a difference in whether you can look past that to seeing him changing and trying to educate himself? Like, where where are we now? I don't, I think it's, I don't know. I think it's too soon to say him changing because for me, you have a movie that's coming out that's being boycotted by not just people that are going to go see the movie, but there are places that are refusing to 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 show the movie. So you have a there's a reason for you to do this, right? Like there's a there's a you there's an incentive. I would wait and and reserve my final opinions for what he does after it don't matter no more but you're right because we don't know if he's genuine about it or not we don't know his motivation but the sake of my question assumes that he is he is going in that direction like because it, it don't change what do you do like you know what i'm saying that contrast is what do you do so if he is aware if he is recognizing it is it work? Can we? And I'm not just talking about for him, but I'm talking about for any one of your celebrities, any one of your favorite people, whether it's somebody in your circle and in your life, whether it's somebody that you just admire. If they've done something in the past and they come to change, at what point do you say, I can see what they're trying to do? Or are they forever tainted by what they did in the past? Or does what they did in the past just have some kind of variable on how you look at that person now. Can you ever look at them outside of that? I mean, I think for me, he's going to probably already always be attached to that thing, but I don't know. I, I, I It's hard for me to say because I wasn't going to go see that fucking movie anyway. <laughs> this does not change. Like, I wasn't boycotting it. I or because of him like i already talked about how i'm tired of the slave movies but um i i I get i I, for me i can't imagine like i can't imagine your question because you're asking what if he is or looking at it from the perspective that he is but for me i can't say that i i can't imagine that he is like well what would a person have to do Time. I just again because of where we are with this right now and where he is and how this would benefit him right now, it makes it hard for me to 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 judge the sincerity of it. But Be- what would he if if he is sincere? What would he have to do over the test of time 
that will make you say he's serious. I mean, do he have to open up an organization? He doesn't have do he to. have to go speak to schools and people and girls? Do he have to go speak to colleges? Like, what does he have to do? He could be active. I mean, he has a different perspective of this than one. It's not a whole lot of men that speak out about like celebrities that speak out against rape culture and all and all of that. If he truly has had his eyes open to the misogyny and 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 how it how it looks from the other side, there are ways for him to be. He doesn't have to start an organization. There are organizations that exist that he could partake in and give a different perspective. If he continues educating himself, if he continues speaking out, if he, you know, then I, yeah, I can see that. But right now, because you have this movie that's fucking in danger of flopping because of this shit, you have a humongous incentive to seem like this has made you open your eyes and change and, and all of that. I, I can't, until this this movie situation passes for me it's it's difficult for me to judge sincerity because you have this has happened before this has come out before why now why is this time the time that you are deciding let me engage it because every time he's had a movie come out not to this extent but this gets brought up and he hadn't done all of this before but this movie this bigger movie he's doing it now so i would just need to see him continue this when it don't matter when he doesn't have anything to gain from him doing it. If you do it when it doesn't matter, then it's something that matters to you. But if you're doing it for what it's going to garner you, that's not sincerity. That's just covering my ass because this is going to fuck up all of this shit I've been working on. Not to mention the fact that he has to think about getting cast in movies after this. Because if he's associated with that situation... Who who's gonna want to deal with with all of this shit and the question about whether people gonna be boycotting your movie because this motherfucker's in it? Like, this could cause him a lot of long term problems. Yeah. So for me, it's difficult for me to imagine your question because he has so much to gain from doing this right now. So your, the answer for me would be if he continues to do this when it no longer matters and he speaks up because we need men to do that. After it doesn't matter for him anymore, I would be more likely to believe because it's it's not that I don't think that people can change, but I do know like the personality traits of people who do shit like this. So I would just need to see him do this for more than just right now when it when it when it'll help him out tremendously to say all of this shit. I don't care about Nate Parker enough to give her ass ass for real, <laughs> but. When it is somebody I value, yeah, this is gonna be a situation. Well, even if it, I, I don't give a fuck about him, but if it, more Chestnut or somebody that I actually like and like watch their movies, if it was somebody like him, it would be the same thing. It's gonna be difficult for me to say, "Oh, you're changing," when it benefits you to say this, like. If you're you continue to do this and you continue to speak out when it ain't because you got a movie in the theaters that is actively being boycotted and when you ain't got your agent up your ass and when you ain't got all of these people coming at you about this shit when you do it just because you you feel like it's something that needs to be done then yeah I, I get with I can get with that but like if I feel like you're doing it because it'll benefit you. You hadn't learned anything. Like, you just saying what you need to say. Like, fucking sociopaths do. <laughs> just to get what you what it is that you need. That doesn't mean that you've changed. So, for me, it's hard to, t- to see change 
in the midst of this current situation. Well, in the context of using the sociopath example, they never gonna change, but always gonna look like they have. Yeah. You know. Well, but I don't know that they would. I think again, I think a sociopath would do it for the amount of time that they need to till shit quiet down, and then they just go about their life like they they gonna do whatever it takes for it to benefit them as much as it takes for it to benefit them. They're not gonna go above and beyond. So if I can get people off my ass because. This is gonna pass. It always does. Like he's a man in Hollywood who had this shit come up. This it's gonna be somebody else three months from now probably. So it's this is only gonna be like a minute amount of time that this is even gonna be a relevant news store where it's all over the place. So you would only have to do it for long enough for somebody them to move on to the next shit that happens because this shit happens all the time. He just needs to do this for long enough for it, this, the spotlight not to be on him to be on. Whatever motherfucker is gonna be on next, because it's a revolving cycle, like it just unfortunately it is. So, for me, like I said, somebody that I give a fuck about, an actor that I care about, that I follow his movies and stuff, because I like him and because I would be like following him, I would be able to see if he if he held true to what he's saying. Like if this is something you just had your eyes open, because this is not a problem that's gonna go away where you won't have to do anything like this. Misogyny, rape culture, that's not going anywhere. You're going to always have something that you can contribute, especially from you being a man, because that doesn't happen as often as it should. We don't have the male allies like we should. And so if you were going to be a male ally and you continue to do that, then I would be more likely to believe that you actually see it as a problem. Because if it's a problem now, it's going to be a problem six months from now. It's going to be a problem a year from now. Because, again, this is something that's so embedded in our culture that it's going to be a problem. It's always going to be something for you to contribute to it, not just because you got this movie out. Rape, rape is one of those things that you on the dark side of gray. Yeah. you just on the dark side of gray. Most of the dialogue, I just it ain't nothing that's gonna make nothing you did okay, and yeah. you forever gonna have a base of people that just hate your guts yeah. and ain't gonna ever support anything you do. Yeah. You know, it's a lot of different context to where if you did this at you know sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, you know you were young. Yeah, but see, rape one of them things that don't ever leave you. No, Murder is one of them don't. things that don't ever leave you. Pedophile. Yep. That's one of them things that literally never leaves you on paper because you're a rich sex yeah. offender. <laughs> for, the you know, life. for rape too, if you know Depending on yeah. Yeah, depending on the case. So I mean, that's just one of them dark areas. So But that's one of the things that that comes in that acceptance of I did this and it was fucked up and I'm gonna help, you know, be an ally or whatever, but that comes with the knowledge that it is gonna be people who just don't think you are you a piece of shit the whole rest of your life because of that decision you made at nineteen. That just comes along with making that decision. It's the same way with pedophiles. It is people who, you know, once people when people find out a registered sex offender is anywhere near their neighborhood because they have all them things, they'll pe- like you go have that it don't matter when your sexual when the case was. You you gonna be that house that people be like, don't go over there, mm-hmm. <laughs> stay the fuck away from over there. Like that's just those are situations in which that is gonna follow you, and that's just part of the acceptance of what you did is that there are gonna be areas of society who ain't gonna never forgive you for that. You seen you seen that picture on Facebook with the the girl like. 
passed out on the on the bench. Oh my god! With her ass facing the camera, and, then, and, and they asked, say, "What would you do? What like, would you do if you threw a party and you woke up and saw this?" And she was there. Everybody else was gone. Yeah. The comments and the dudes was all like, "I stick my face in her ass," and it was so it was terrible. just so many things that just. Oh my god. It's rape culture. That's what rape culture is. Yes, rape culture Jesus. is the idea that a man can do whatever they want to a woman's body just because it's there, just because it's available. It invalidates the idea that a woman has ownership over her own body. And I imagine that comes from the days in which women were treated more like property. Yeah. In which the ownership was something that was legitimized by legislation. Yeah. And it and it's men today were raised by men that lived in that time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so those ideas are still existing. That shit, man. I just I didn't even comment because it, it it's pointless. Because of, of course you're gonna get. I didn't mean that. Or it was obviously a joke or whatever. I I just didn't even. But the comments just make me sad. <laughs> like like human beings ain't shit sometimes. <laughs> like there like, were a few guys. Now I will say that there were a few guys that were like you know I would get a blank. You know that had like. The shit you should say. I was like, y'all be protecting her ass from rape, apparently. <laughs> Hell. <laughs> like, I just have to bring my damn covers and lay it next to the damn motherfucker so other dudes don't do something. Because what's worse than finding a girl passed out on your on your bench at home is finding a girl passed out on your couch at home that has been raped. Yeah. Oh. You know, shit. like, that would be the worst. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, like, I protect her. they going to be looking at you. <laughs> exactly. Like, matter of fact, I ain't even going to sleep. Drinking coffee right next to her, and I'll be like, "Yep, you was here all night. You can go." A couple of dudes came up to you trying to wild out. What happened? You know, like, but like that's the misogyny. That's the rape culture. Yeah. That's that's what makes it difficult for a Nate Parker to see what he had having done is wrong. Yeah. Now, in the article that I read about his responses, you know, he was like, you know, he never got sat down and told what consent was and he knew if no meant no it means no but if she don't say no then it's about seeing how far you can go type situation what the fuck kind of what nigga what that's insane that's like that's like saying if somebody tell you not to take their wallet like if they ain't say don't take it then it ain't right you didn't rob them the fuck is you talking about like I mean, uh, did nobody tell you what consent was? So somebody has to say if she does not expressly say yes, if she's laid out, knocked out somewhere just because she don't wake up and say no, get off me. Like, why the fuck are you trying to engage in sexual activity with somebody who's barely fucking awake? Like, what's wrong with because you? Because I, I mean, I think that he has not just him, but a lot of young males have been looking at that. Through the lens of the misogyny and the rape culture that's been expressed expressed through music, Jesus, through Christ. rap, through hip hop, through rock, through all of these different forms of where a woman's body is just he's just used to a for a man's pleasure. So that lets me know that if I ever have a son, that I need to say, hey, yes is yes, anything else is no, motherfucker. Well, the problem is the problem is, is no. the black community don't even talk about sex. Yeah, my mom ain't never told me nothing about my no damn sex. Is, I learned well, that shit from dudes at school. My mom told me not to, <laughs> and she told me that she wasn't raising no babies. <laughs> that was about the extent of it, though. Like I got none of that. That's all, of well, all cause of I'm my female, family. So that's why I don't know that she said anything to my brothers, but me, it was don't bring no babies home. 
I mean, don't be out here having sex. That was basically it. <laughs> what happened was in school in the sixth grade, they sat us in the lunchroom <laughs> and put a whole bunch of slides up, a bubbly dicks, and damn, scorched the vaginas. And she, one picture had a dick. What this dude had a dick in his hand? Fell off. Oh my god! Yeah, like, and they were like, "That's what happens when you have sex." Jesus, you know, Christ. like. See, here's what's wrong with scare tactics, and this is what I have to tell parents. Okay, if you tell your child all of these horrific things are gonna happen, and then they fuck around and do it, and nothing happens, and you look like a fucking liar, and they ain't gonna listen to shit else. And they also don't say that once you finish, it feels amazing. They don't say that. Nope. That's the pro- that was the problem with dare. You remember yeah, that? Uh huh. The follow up study showed that people that participated in there are some of the heaviest drug users because it just told you drugs are bad, drugs are horrible, drugs then are terrible. Then when you use them and it feels You'd amazing, like, oh, it's like shit. these motherfuckers was lying. I'm on cloud They lied. And now you're doing drugs because <laughs> they didn't tell the full story. Exactly. They should say, listen, y'all. Look, I'm just, sex feels amazing, okay? It is great. It is fantastic. And if you do it wrong, you can have a lot of problems, yep. and all of the problems are are not outweighed by that feeling. You know what I'm saying? Like, so you have to give both sides. Because again, when you don't, and then it happens, and none of the stuff that you've told them, because they don't, you don't automatically see those bad consequences when you do it. That shit comes later. So initially, it just looked like again you were a fucking liar. Like you told me all of this shit just to scare me, and none of what you said is true. I don't believe any of them. none of that shit is gonna happen. You lied. <laughs> so first, you got to start talking about what sex is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You can't wait till your kid is 18 and nope. just be like, hey, this is what consent means now. Because they've been listening to music. Yep. They've been listening to their friends. They've been participating in a misogynist culture that already gives men a pass to women's bodies. I so you have shit. to have that dialogue early as hell. You know what I'm saying? And not only that, but a lot of women buy into it too. Yeah. A lot of women buy into that too. So it's like some women, because the idea that men have that, you know, she just wants you to, that, that means she wants you to go a little bit more, more. You know what I'm saying? It means that you, like, that. that is something that's sold by men and bought by a lot of women. You know, that we got to change because it's creating this sense of entitlement to women's bodies. I plan to educate my son so that he know. Again, anything that ain't yes is no. Just look at it like if she don't especially say, hey, yes, let's do this. Anything else is fucking no. Like, it just is. So, in the context of this conversation, would you rather have a son or would you rather have a daughter? Ugh. Ugh. I don't even know. But because I'm a girl that grew up in a family of boys, so I, I, I hate the double standards. I don't know because it, the question is then would I rather have a child that was raped or a rapist? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. that Both of those are horrible. Like, both of those are horrible possibilities. I don't know which one is worse. Both of them suck ass. So I don't know. Because with the daughter, that's a lifetime of having to make sure that she's okay and, and getting her straight. With the son... It may be like he may only get punished for a certain amount of time. That's going to make me look at you differently. <laughs> like, that's going to make me look at my son differently. Like, the fuck was you? Like, I don't know. Both of those, are, I don't know. I, I don't have an answer for that. Because both, both possibilities are horrific to me. And I would probably kill my son, to be honest. Like, I don't even know that he would get to go to a court date. 
Because I would be one of them. I'm like, I fucking raised you better than that. Where the fuck you get this from? Because you didn't get this from here. I told you way long time. Anything that's not yes is a no, motherfucker. Like, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. I don't give a fuck what the judge say. I don't care that you got away with it type shit. Like, that's going to completely change my relationship with my child. It will. My kids already going to know. If your ass <laughs> go to jail... I ain't coming to visit you. And I damn, unless they have some electronic letters, I ain't write shit. Yo, my mom. I'm not writing letters. My mom has always told us, and I believe that she means this. If we get arrested for some fuck shit, she, and my brother, my older brother got arrested because he was running his fucking mouth off at the police. My mom did not go get him. He called and she did not fucking go get him. My dad had to go get him the next morning. Because my mama was like, you shouldn't have been shit talking shit. Like, no. <laughs> Mm-mm. So I believe that if I did something stupid and called her, she'd be like, well, you shouldn't have done that stupid shit. Let me know when my you kid, get out. My kids will know that shit. Like, if they don't know nothing else. Yeah, my listen, mom is always go to jails. Yeah. I spent my whole childhood going into jail to see my daddy. I'd be goddamned if I do that shit for a kid. <laughs> not gonna happen. That is not a pleasant environment. You gonna have to have no. that unpleasant shit by your damn self. We was just actually talking about jail and rape and <laughs> how unpleasant it is. Shawshank Redemption. Because I rewatched Shawshank Redemption and I forgot that Andy got raped for like a long. It sounded like it was years because before the like it wasn't all like every day before they all years. became friends. Yeah. <laughs> You know, because at a certain point, it's yeah, like, y'all got you know friends what? And- we gonna stop raping you because <laughs> you actually a cool dude. <laughs> uh, how, sorry about the rape. Where the fuck you go for that? That's not to the same extreme, but I, I am not a member of a sorority. Please don't get in my mentions to anybody that is in a sorority or fraternity. But part of the reason why I didn't really have an interest in it is because I don't understand how. I, the whole hazing shit like you gonna whoop my ass and then we gonna be besties after that like I'm supposed to just forget that you were taking enjoyment out of fucking with me for however the fuck long this was and now we supposed to be lifelong friends get the fuck out of my face bitch I remember what you did like I've never understood how that works like we not gonna be cool I mean, after I that I understand that is a part of a system that's supposed to create camaraderie how? between a group of people that how? experience the same shit it don't not between the people that's before oh, you the it's, people who the are line is supposed me. to yeah it's supposed to create this bond between y'all and it does but I'm problem, just not willing to pay the price of it. Well, the you know? problem is it's gonna create it's gonna create create camaraderie with me and the people on the line, but it's gonna create dissension with me and these other bitches. And when I get in, like I ain't gonna want to fuck with none of the rest of y'all well, because I, guess, I remember what the fuck you did. With that being said, at the end of the day, the only enemies you got are five people that was over you, but you are in part. You you got a whole organization now that ain't them five people, but they. They participated in it with somebody else that wasn't me. Like at some point, all of y'all didn't whoop somebody's ass. Like y'all just a bunch of fu- I don't know. That was something I could never understand and get past and get with. And so I don't know how I mean, you I go. I definitely from- wouldn't do it, but I try to understand. <laughs> I've tried to understand it, and I, that's how I understand it. I don't get it. I don't. I don't. You know, knock anybody who who did this. You everybody got to make their own decisions. I, you know, you like it, I love it. But at the end of the I day, was never able to. At the end of the day, it. I'm a lone wolf. <laughs> I ain't paying for friends. I ain't paying to be in an organization. I'm not gonna pay to be a part of something that I'm inevitably going to isolate myself from <laughs> because that's who I am. So I just. I was friends with all of the dudes, all of the Sigmas on campus at, at AUM. I mean, 
most of my friends. I'm friends with all of them. Like, you know, like most of my friends I didn't have to be a part of that organization for that. Yeah, I mean, most of my most of the people that even that I'm still friends, they were in different sororities. They were in sororities. I just was the one who fucking wasn't. Like, because it ain't my personality. It isn't, and I wouldn't. It was that, and I ain't really fit in with none of them. I I'm not like a pretty prissy ass person. I'm not gonna be rowdy. Like I I didn't fit any of them. Like at all. So I have a professor. I have a professor, right? And he's you go to his office and he's a sorority man. He got fraternity fraternity man. He got fraternity (laughs) shit all over the place. And I was doing a paper, and I did the paper wrong apparently. I don't know how I did it wrong, but at the end of the class, he gave me a B. I wasn't going to get an A if I had done that paper and got uh, the best grade on it. He asked me if I wanted to do it over. I said, nope. But he said, uh, why are you asking anybody for help? I said, I don't ask people for help. I do. I, I just do stuff on my own. I just do it. He was like, on point. He actually said my real name, but on point. <laughs> do you know what a GDI is? I was like, no. What is that? He said, you a goddamn individual. That's what fraternity people and sorority people call people that are not a part of fraternity. Yeah. GDIs. And yeah. I think it's supposed to be like derogatory, like Give a fuck. I don't think it's <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But the only thing that I as a GDI, if that's what y'all would call me, the only thing I didn't like is that secret shit. Like Oh God. You yeah. know, I got somewhere to go at eight. You know? <laughs> like, bitch, I know where you going. Don't be acting like <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Don't be acting like Well, you know you, no, you, you being secret to me. You know Nobody's I mean? supposed to know when you're online and all because it's supposed to be this big reveal at the fucking what is it called? Um Damn, what is it called? It ain't step show. What the fuck is it called? It has a name. Probate. Probate, yeah. Supposed to everybody's supposed to be surprised at the probate. Like I didn't know Jane was pledging, but yeah. I feel like everybody that has friends that are not online with them, the friends fucking know. Like, cause you got how I'm explain. I ain't around for fucking a month. I just dip out and I can't do nothing with y'all no more. Like, who the fuck gonna just be able to do that without explanation? But see, I'm a good friend. <laughs> I play the role. I be like, oh okay, well you know whatever. And then when it happened, oh shit, son. I didn't know. <laughs> I had no idea why you stopped playing Halo with us at eight thirty every night for about four weeks specifically. <laughs> the shit is just—I I just again not knock it because I know they be serious as motherfucker about they sororities and fraternities and motherfuckers are real serious. So please, it ain't no shade. Again, if you like it, I love it. It was just not something for me. At the end of the day, I know, I know we saying shit about shit we don't know shit about, but that's what we doing. So, I mean, that's what we do most of the time, to be right. honest. So, <laughs> um, the uh, oh, so piece of fish, uh, plenty of fish. AC Blow <laughs> has me of, calling that say piece of face. <laughs> I calls, thought about all that. <laughs> he calls plenty of fish piece of fish, and so then why do you do that? Because making fun of it. Piece of fish. Piece a piece of piece fish. A piece of fish. See, you said piece of fish. I thought I thought you were gonna say piece of face. <laughs> Then I started talking, thinking about all that when Kale played the character where he had pizza face <laughs> and Ross Perot was on there for some reason. You just went all off on That's where I went. That's how fast my, my brain con- That's how fast my brain connect me to bullshit. <laughs> like I thought about I went from pizza fish to Ross Perot. Wow. Right then. That is insane. <laughs> <laughs> there was a murder. 
that happens. Okay, so this guy met this girl on Plenty of Fish. It must be love. And for whatever fucking reason, this motherfucker decided it was a good idea to invite her to his home. And he invited her to his home. And this bitch is in the case in the joint. All right. She looking around at the shit that has value in his home. So then she go home. She get one of her female friends and one of her dude friends. They come back and rob this man and kill him. So the moral of the story, man, I know y'all feel like, cause y'all are men, you know, shit don't really happen to y'all. Y'all don't have to be fearful. You don't have to really think about the things that I as a woman, cause let me tell you something. There's no fucking way that I'm going to meet somebody online. I ain't going to meet somebody in real life. And then you, our first date, you tell me I come to your house, motherfucker. No, thank you. I can meet, meet you. You ain't even going to come pick me up. Because I don't even know, want you to know where I fucking live. Because you might be a psycho. And I don't need you rolling past my house every day after this. So, you're not even going to pick me up. I'm going to meet you somewhere. Off top. And that's, you know, what I've been taught. And what I've seen. And, and what's been put into me. Because of society. And, and just how niggas are. But... Men, y'all need to be a little bit more careful because these bitches out here, they don't care about you. <laughs> like, this man, I'm sure, was like, damn, that date went good. I can't wait to see her again. Probably was, you know, plotting out when he was going to call her and shit. Not knowing he was going to see her again that night with a motherfucker with a gun. They killed this man and took his shit. Well, that's the male privilege. We ain't got to think about stuff well, like that. You might want to start thinking. One man like getting that. killed in a damn robbery off plenty of fish ain't enough for men to start saying, damn, not going to invite her to my house. Because they think they finna get laid. Ridiculous. Potentially, if a woman comes to the house. Here's but the thing, thing is, her ass could have got raped thinking she was finna damn rob this dude. True. You know what I'm saying? Like, she been, this could have been somebody that would have done some bullshit to her. Yeah, but there's somebody with the mentality that go around here robbing motherfuckers like that. She don't think about. She don't. She not thinking about that. She's just thinking about. Okay, we need to get this money. <laughs> and the first time, I mean, well, no, because she had to leave and come back. Because I was gonna say, shit, they might have been outside, but now she had to leave and, and get them and be like, yo, he got all of this shit. We need to go back. But here's the thing: why I think that this is something that men need to be aware of is because this shit used to be something that happened on these fuck shit sites like Backpage, where niggas was. Expecting to pay for ass, and then the women come with they with they John or pimps and 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 fucking kill the men. This is plenty of fish. I mean, there's some prostitutes on there, and this motherfuckers in in prison on there. But for the most part, it's supposed to be like a regular dating site. So you don't even have to be looking for some fuck shit. You don't even have to be looking for paid vagina to get murdered. So keep thinking that your male privilege is gonna keep you alive in these streets. These bitches are crazy and some of them don't come by themselves. Some of them, if you get crazy, they got people already outside waiting. Like, just be conscious is all I'm saying because I'm sure he thought the same thing. Like, I'ma have her come over. We gonna Netflix and chill. Shit gonna be great. And I'm sure when she left, he was again was like, that shit was cool. I'ma call her up. We gonna go out. Shit did not work out that way. I just don't think it's it's a good idea for anybody to be inviting people that they don't know into their home. Like, nobody needs to be doing that. Ain't no kind of privilege going to keep you alive better Hell than no. common sense. <laughs> <laughs> like, common sense is what keep motherfuckers alive. You can be white. You can have all the white privilege in the world yeah. and go in the hood. 
talking shit to black folks. Go get stomped out. <laughs> that's not common sense. No, <laughs> you shouldn't do that. I don't care what kind of privilege you got. Don't it's do some that. shit you should not do. That's one of them things. Don't do that. Like, and and the girl, I she looked rough. All everybody always look rough on they um fucking when you go to jail and they take your picture. I don't know Mugshot. why I can't think of shit. Mugshot. Everybody looked rough on their mugshot, but she looked extra. Like I, I, I don't know if she had prettied herself up for the data. I don't know. She looked like somebody that would do this shit from her mugshot, though. <laughs> like, but it just she looked like she would rob somebody. She, she just looked like that's the type of shit she might do. And he just looked like a, you know what I'm saying? He looked like just a regular dude. He wasn't like if I saw his profile on Plenty of Fish. I don't know what I have going on with him. I don't know. Maybe it on what he would have been in the main. Yeah, what? Because y'all look, y'all and this illiteracy. Illiteracy is a real thing. Let me just say that I done read so many profiles that I could not decipher because the word like did not make any sense. But from his photograph, he would have went in the maybe pile. Like he seemed like a regular dude, um, who I'm sure was not expecting that shit to happen. Um, of course not But nobody ever does That's the thing That's what I'm saying This isn't something That you're gonna really Be able to foresee So you just have to Take precaution on your end Like not inviting people You don't know to your house What the fuck It don't happen enough Like So I talk to people who Say Hey what's the best place I can buy this or buy that And I say You know check out Craigslist And they be like mm, I don't go on Craigslist People be getting murdered And I be like Not when they look at it and when you look at it, there are ways you go about it that will help you live. Yeah. You go do it at a police station, let them know they will have somebody watching for you. They do that. Or the last time I saw someone on Craigslist, I met them in Walmart electronics section. Yeah. Like, you got to come all the way to the back of Walmart for this meeting. <laughs> like, in light, with employees around. It was like 12 o'clock and, and, you know, it's noon. You know, it's smart ways to make those kind of transactions. Yeah. And somebody be like, yeah, but I'm only available at 930 and only behind these buildings. Um, and you need to come alone. Don't bring nobody because I got, like, social anxiety. If I'm around more than one person, you know, we got a situation. And bring cash. Bring cash now because, you know, cash is the best form of, like, if somebody's saying all that shit, don't do it. That's, that's where common sense wins the day. Yeah. Be like, look, I don't want that shit that bad. If you can't meet in Walmart electronics section in the middle of the day. We ain't making this crazy. Like, you create the terms. Don't just be like, you just going to get murdered if you find somebody to buy something from on Craigslist. Well, and that's a lot of people. Because I, I sold something. Every time I've sold something on Craigslist, I've had you go with me. Because <laughs> I made the mistake of telling my mom. And she was like, you get on point to go with you. Don't you go by yourself. These folks is crazy. I don't know why you selling this stuff on Craigslist. Anyway, you make sure he go with you. So... Worst case scenario, we both die and it's your exactly. mama's fault. Like, you want me to drag him to his death too? Like, what? How is that helpful? Two for one combo. <laughs> but it made all the sense in the world of her. But I don't know. I don't even know that it. I think I don't know that you. I don't know that it's like put in the paper as are in the news as often. But I think that shit happened a lot, especially with like back page. That shit happens a lot. I think it's cro- again it's crossing over into like these regular dating sites cause it, even like these Christian dating sites be fuck shit happening like these men be cry- like it's 
it's crossing into all of the, this this type of shit. So I don't know that you need to wait until it becomes a situation where people are like don't bring her to your house. Like that's just common sense. Don't bring a bitch you don't know to your house. Like you don't know what she got going on. And for men, let's not even talk about the safety. Okay, let's not even talk about if she might kill you that night. Let's just talk about how you already talked about how you you look at profiles on a continuum of how crazy the mm-hmm. women are. So this might be a bitch who's just gonna show up at your house, or you may not call her because it didn't go well, and she busts your windows out your car. You still got shit you gotta might deal with. It might not be you dying, but this might be an unstable motherfucker who who take a flight till you don't want to go out with me no more. What the fuck is like you don't you just don't know somebody who can hide that instability until you ready to bring them to your house. The same shit gonna happen. Yeah, I just I mean you just ain't gonna happen the first week if you got a crazy chick. Yeah, but see, I guess I I don't. I don't bring people to my house. Like, it take a long fucking time for a motherfucker to see where I live. Because, I just, one, Kingston, that's a whole situation introducing him to people. I put that off as long as possible because I know it's going to be a situation because he don't like most people. And I didn't think grown men tremble in fear. And Kingston's like 19 pounds. And he loves that. Uh, that's probably the highlight of his life has been when he been able to freak grown ass men out because he barking and they scared of him but because that's the whole I, I just put that off as long as part, I don't want to deal with that and even before I had him I just no motherfuckers are crazy so it just take me a while for me to be comfortable for you to be in my space because that's what my home is that's my space and I'm an extremely introverted person so for me to invite you into my space that's a big ass deal and it takes me a while to get there so I'm I'm good with dogs because I think that when they look into my eyes they know that I'll put their ass off a bridge like Baxter on the angle man (laughs) I know they know I will do it and so they be like he good (laughs) he's straight I mean, King said, when I lived in Montgomery, <laughs> we would be at the top of the stairs. Because he just now got to where he was with Dane to walk down the stairs. Like, he wouldn't walk down the stairs for, like, the first nine years of his life. I'm not even exaggerating. Like, he would not go down the stairs. He would go up them. He wouldn't go down them. So, he would be at the top of the stairs, and it would be niggas outside, just hanging around outside. Who would, like, take the would take off? Like, he would scare the shit out of them. And I could just see the joy in his little eyes <laughs> when he was able to scare people. He loves that because he's got Napoleon complex like a motherfucker, and he likes scaring people. So, I had a cousin, my cousin, I, you saw my cousin, the one that helped me move in, mm-hmm. the big dude. Mm-hmm. I have to put Kingston in another room when he comes to visit me because he's terrified of like little dogs, and I didn't know that. So like the first one of the first times he came over to my apartment after I moved here, I like had Kingston running around. And of course, Kingston do what Kingston do. He ran up barking. My cousin was on my couch with his feet in the air, scared like. I had to get him like, oh, okay, hold on, let me put him in another room type shit. Like, so he's been able to like scare some grown ass men in, and that's probably been the highlight of his his young life is being able to terrify people. But even without him, my my home is my space. I'm a very introverted person, so it takes me a while. Like a week, you ain't, you still in a week ain't finna fucking come to my house. So it, you know, 
Somebody who's good at hiding their instability, you know, could probably do it for a long time. But some of these bitches, if given an opportunity, you're going to see that instability. And you're going to see that they're kind of crazy. AC uh, Blow is a testament to that. Did, did he talk about the African girl that he went out with? I told him that that wasn't a good idea because she was 23. I don't know if he had went out with her mm-hmm. at the time we did the show. He went out with a 23-year-old. And I told him it was a bad idea. I said, don't do that. <laughs> she young. Oh, no, she's mature. She's mature for her age. This bitch has been stalking him ever since. <laughs> they went out one time. One time. Once. And she been acting crazy ever since. Like, he had to unfriend her on social media and shit because she was stalking the other girl. He, like, just fucking crazy. And I told him. I said, she 23. I don't give a fuck how mature she is. She's still 23. Listen, she going to be doing that shit at 33. She is. Like, ain't no age. But <laughs> I wasn't saying that to say, might as well let her come in a week. <laughs> shit. I mean, I was just saying, it ain't really no algorithm you can come up with yeah. that's going to protect you from crazy, that's going to give you insight as to who is the best person to be with insane. You, at the end of the day, your fucking defense mechanism should be your fucking common sense. Yeah. Just if it don't seem right, don't do it. Don't bring people over to your house when you ain't even seen them in person before. I just because I do it. I don't let people come to my house for their sake. <laughs> Not. I mean, that makes me sound like a weird. That I might do something to your like ass, motherfucker. Kind of please expound upon that so people don't hear. Just know. because I know that it's dudes all day asking women to. Come here. I, oh, I'm yeah. just gonna be different. Yeah, I'm just gonna be. Nah, look, we going to a coffee shop. You, we ain't, you ain't coming to my house. I don't say it because it's because you know you don't know me like that. <laughs> I just be like, you know, uh, come to my place. That's that's more personal. That's yeah. more personalized situation. We got to go somewhere generic, generic as fuck. I cut folks off, dudes that like say that shit to be like pushy about it. Like, no, we can just no the fuck we cannot hang out at your house. Now if you can't meet me in a public ass place in the middle of the day, I can't do it. I don't wanna hear your fucking excuses about work. Like then you don't if you don't have no time in a seven day week where you can meet me in the good daylight, we ain't gonna work out anyway. So it ain't even no point in pursuing this. Cause if you think that I'm finna meet you in the dead of night in a dark ass place, you're out of your mind. It's not gonna happen. It's not going to happen. And I don't give a fuck if you get upset about it. Because I'm not the kind of person who gets upset when people get upset with me. If you mad, stay mad. I don't give a fuck. I don't even know you. What you I mad. <laughs> <laughs> you mad. Uh, oh, Stacey Dash is black. Because, you know, I think she forgot that. But the Fox CEO or ex-CEO reminded her of that shit. Because apparently she was known as the black girl. <laughs> who the fuck is surprised? Like, like nobody's surprised. I wonder if he like was like black girl one, black girl two, or shit, is it like the black it, girl on our side. Shit, it's Fox. She probably was the black girl. No, cause Fox got some black women that be coming on to that show and be roasting black people like ridiculous. <laughs> she ain't the only one. That's she sad. the most popular one. Yeah, they get the most controversy surrounding her. You know appearances, but i mean i who i read that and i was just like okay and the sky is blue yeah and like, what? okay he's an old white man like who's you, already having these files for sexual harassment yeah he like, was saying fuck shit about all the women but her specifically was she was the black girl but 
It's like, girl, you the only one who who thought that they accepted you and you were one of them, and bitch, that was you. We knew better. <laughs> so this was not a surprise. I was just like, oh, okay, and grass is green. Now what? <laughs> yeah, I mean, this white America, white corporate America, is ran by a bunch of old dudes. That's misogyny. That's sexism. That's racism. That's all of that shit bottled up into a whole genre of men in a profession at that certain day. And you denouncing your culture? Are you trying to fit in and say racism don't exist, or we need to get over it, or we don't need a Black History Month because it's race? You thinking that that shit is gonna make the make you anything other than the black girl is laughable, bitch. Like you still are that. That's you just the the one that they can go to to say the shit that they can't say without getting flack. That's it. You still the black girl at the end of the day. They don't accept you anymore because you say that shit. I and I don't I don't really get why people say that shit. It's like it's like they don't understand the effects of individual racism. I think I mean clearly every single white American ain't racist. So when you say stuff like, you know, white people and racism, blah blah blah, they can say, Well, no, that's not what's going on. But individual racism exists. You know, I'm inclined to believe that every white person got somebody in their family, down their family lineage, that is racist. Yeah, sure. Somewhere. Yeah. You know, and if you are a, a white person that there ain't nobody in your family ever did that, ever said that, then kudos to you. You got that one family in your whole community. <laughs> and maybe every community got one. Well, great, great grandparents one racist. Your great, your grandparents one racist. Because I do realize that there are some... There are some old white people that with my mom and them integrated into the school. Yeah. That was holding the black people head and yeah. protecting black people from other white people. They I mean, I imagine that they raised their kids a certain type of way and they raised their kids a certain type yeah. of way. So it might be somewhere down the lineage where racism stopped and acceptance and inclusivity came into it. Mm-hmm. But I'm inclined to believe that a lot of white families have racist friends and family members. Yeah. And you have to understand that even if you're not the racist one, but you have racist people that you're around, imagine what kind of barriers their interactions are with black people. Imagine how if they are a supervisor of a company, how their practices might be when they hire if you've been hearing them say the word nigga for their whole life. Imagine how their interaction with black people must be. Yeah. You can't, you don't live in a bubble, you can't say because I'm not, ra- I'm not racist that racism is gone. Because when people, when white people say nigga, when white people use derogatory terms, when white people do stuff like that, it does have an impact on how their interaction with brown people in America is going to be. That's just what it is. Mm-hmm. So, Stacey Dash, you don't get a pass. Nope, you don't. And if you thought that you got one, you still the black girl. <laughs> yeah. And at the end of the day, your common sense is what's <laughs> supposed to help you realize that you want nothing but the black girl. Because they don't bring you to Fox to talk about politics. They bring you to Fox to talk about black folks. <laughs> they bring you to Fox when some shit with black people doesn't happen. Yep. That's when they bring you there. If they value you as a person, then... They have you talk about all of the fucking all issues. All the shit. Yeah, but they They don't. value you with somebody that is black and that can let you say the shit that they can't say because they white. Pretty much. Anyway, that's all I got. I ain't got nothing else. Me either. You got anything else on your mind? No, I just, you know. I'm still enjoying the jock memes, and I will continue to Young do Thug so. memes, too. And the Young Thug memes. Uh, oh, also, for y'all that are encouraging me, I, I posted a picture of a note that I want to leave on the cars of people who park incorrectly. 
Um, don't encourage me. <laughs> do that shit. Because <laughs> I'm really going to do it. Do, that. <laughs> do it. Totally going to do it. You know you want to. I'm going to. Like, that's going to happen. At least, I may not do it with, like, strangers, but that motherfucker in my complex going to get one of them notes. Like, I'm going to make sure they in my car. And one of these days when I done had a shit day and I can't park in front of my building because you don't know how to fucking park, I'm going to leave a couple of them. I'm going to do. Because if you look up, like, funny um bad parking notes there's a ton of them i'm gonna have a couple of different kinds i'm just gonna leave them Mm -hmm. all on his windshield just do it i mean it probably won't make a difference but it'll be funny to me make me feel better he probably still gonna fuck because obviously he just don't know how to motherfucking park but you know whatever whatever let me know when you do it Somebody asked like, to take a picture of their face. I ain't going to be a fuck around when he comes. So I can't take no picture of his facial expression when he see these notes. I ain't going to be out there. Let me like, how stalkerish would it be for you to just be staring at their car until they come? Like, <laughs> snap a picture. I ain't going to be there because we did already had a Reddit. So I'm pretty sure he going to know that it was me who left them notes in the first fucking mm-hmm. place. I don't want to be out there because I don't want to have to have that conversation. So... I'm not gonna be able to tell y'all what his reaction was. I will be able to tell you like if the if the notes ain't on the car when he take the notes off. But I ain't finna be waiting around for his reaction because it probably not gonna be a very good one. The notes weren't very nice. <laughs> I can tell by the way that you pulled in that your father should have pulled out. Like it's it's real yeah, horrible that's... shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. So he, he gonna bring up his daddy issues and shit. So I don't want to be outside <laughs> when that shit happens. He so. gonna cry. Tear gonna come out his eye. I don't want to be there. Insecurities. For that. So yeah, I, I won't be able to say how he reacted. <laughs> All right. Well, until we come to the next conversation, we out. Holla.